1: good morning everybody welcome to today's issues on american family radio on this thursday may the 19th we appreciate you listening to afr we're going to be here for the next hour and 24 minutes or something like that bringing you uh some of the happenings of the day in our country and maybe some uh some things that are happening around the world good morning fred jackson good morning yes another quiet news day (laughs) We're
2: gonna break out into "Kumbaya" any moment.
1: <laughs> I haven't sung "Kumbaya" since camp. Yeah, why? Most of the, that is reserved basically for the campfire, isn't it?
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah, Everything, uh-huh. everything's swell.
1: Uh, were there three verses to that? I Those don't know. Same thing. You remember that? Kumbaya. kumbaya. I, no, yeah, I don't. Yeah. All right, Chris Woodward. We've
3: not had a slow day since the George Bush administration the hw bush administration <laughs>
1: yes yes so kumbaya chris uh what does that what does that mean it doesn't mean come by here <laughs> hey,
3: yeah i'm, uh, I'm just I'm, asking I'm you i'm fixing as, to look
1: it up uh, <laughs> you're a news guy investigate that
3: i can tell you where the delaware valley is but i, but you I sure can i
1: was impressed by that I'm gonna i didn't look it even up. know where the delaware valley was Come by here that's what i thought come by here come by here my lord mm-hmm. kumbaya you know, uh, that might be appropriate. with given the news of the day. <laughs> Come, Lord Jesus. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. All right. If you want to watch uh, what Ed Vitagliano calls this here, uh, th- this show on, on that there internet, uh, you can uh, go to Facebook or YouTube, type in today's issues. Just type in today's issues for Facebook and YouTube, and you can watch the show there. On our Facebook page, we do post the stories that we talk about, so you can have them for yourself if you'd like to read where we get our uh, information from. Uh, So there you go. Take advantage of that. Won't be long now till we have our own streaming service. We already have our own streaming service here at AFA and AFR, but we're going to be able to do live broadcasting on our own streaming service like youtube or facebook does so that's that's coming up or so they tell me you know when I teach people and i'm not blaming them i'm not following <laughs> them, but when I teach people tell you things and you don't know squat about their world <laughs> huh yeah it, it, it's really meaningless yeah huh i just shake my head yes yeah i know yes you can say words like soon <laughs> that, that mean yeah? huh that means nothing that's uh <laughs> Or if they start talking, you know, their own jargon mm. in front of you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you just shake your head. All mm-hmm. right, then. Get back with me when you finish your... Why too much? Come on, come on to my
4: yeah.
1: And when you... Huh? <laughs> All right. And they do that with an Indian accent because that sounds even smarter, right?
2: <laughs> <That's>... <laughs>
1: Raj.
3: I, did I? I'm pretty sure Joe Biden said that did somewhere I? around 2006.
1: Uh, yeah. Hello, Mr. Wellman. Yes. This is John. Yeah, this is Dave. Dave. (laughs) Hello, Mr. Williband. Yes, uh, this is John. Can I help you with your question? (laughs) All right. And they always do. They're very friendly. These foreigners that answer our phones that uh, help us with various and sundry problems. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But you can tell his name is not John. (laughs) No. But, you you know, you don't want to spend time on that. You don't want to say, John... You don't have to do that. Just tell me your real name. Okay? Yes. yes. All right, uh, Christopher. Yes. What's leading the news Let's morning? begin
3: with uh, continuing coverage of the so-called uh, Disinformation Governance Board. Oh, Yesterday good. afternoon on our website, AFN.net, Fred posted the story from the Associated Press uh, about the Department of Homeland Security pausing its new Disinformation Governance Board and its board's directors resigning following weeks of criticism. This is how the AP words it following weeks of criticism from Republicans and questions about whether the board might infringe on free speech rights.
2: Yes, and they fired. Yes, Nina Jankiewicz. Yes. Was, she
1: hadn't even been hired yet, has she? or she was no, no, hired, but she, she was appointed to be the head of this. She, she may appointed. or
3: may not be recording an album of parody songs about her uh, short stance well, with this Yeah, board. that didn't
1: last long. I don't no, think you will put that on her resume.
3: Crystal clear Pepsi lasted longer than the disinformation <laughs> governance He <laughs> you was saving that one, isn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: uh that you know what a terrible idea to begin with mm. uh, department of homeland security having a disinformation uh department so they can correct everybody on everything uh so of course that'll be one, a one-way street they'll be correcting conservatives yes. on whatever they say right yes because this is uh, this woman that they put in charge who's who's now in retirement uh <clears throat> you know she was a uh, uh, she was not the appropriate person for that job. I'll just say no.
2: That. Right off the bat, you know, if 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 you were trying to gain credibility right, in right. the formation of a new agency, right. uh, I think they could have done a better job. And it's tongue in cheek here, folks, of vetting this individual. Oh yeah, because she had a track record. Number one, uh, she was going to be in charge of disinformation. But she is a woman who said the Hunter Biden laptop story was all false. All right uh and and basically mocking Republicans openly, so she had no credibility from the very beginning, and then there was the Mary Poppins song that she put on YouTube. Yeah, so she was discredited within 24 hours. But to your point, Tim, the Democrats are still serious about the idea of quashing conservative point of view. the The, the idea behind this is sinister absolutely sinister and i don't think it's uh, the idea is going away
1: yeah well um, so this has been put on they call it pause yes mm. yeah i think pause is it's going to go away but we don't want to say it's going to go away if you're the biden administration because we don't want to own up to the fact that it was a horrible idea to begin with yes
3: yeah I do have some audio to Fred's point here that, and, and to Tim's as well. Is this Mary well. Poppins? Singing? No, it's not
1: Mary Poppins. What is this?
3: It's not Dick Van Dyke doing okay. a horrible British accent either. <laughs> uh, it's Vivek Ramaswamy. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was News the IT guy I was
1: talking about yeah. earlier. He is a tech <laughs> I, entrepreneur. He, he was really helpful.
3: Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Vivek uh, Ramaswamy, he was on Fox News today, and he is a Fox News contributor. He was saying that basically it's it's not really going away. It's going to come back in another way or what, by what's another come name. come back? The Disinformation Governance Board. Oh, okay. And he went on to say that this it shouldn't be a left or right issue, but an issue of American concern. Clip one.
5: I also wondered just for a moment whether they actually had decided to cancel the board or if they just decided to cancel their public communication of it. This shouldn't be a right wing or a left wing issue. If you rewind back to the 2000s, imagine President Bush had under the newly established Department of Homeland Security then in the wake of 9-11 on the eve of the war in Iraq had established a misinformation board, the left would have howled, and correctly so, in my opinion, because the government should not be in the business of regulating what ideas can and cannot make it into the public sphere. So that's not a left or a right-wing issue. It's not a capitalist or an anti-capitalist issue or a billionaire Jeff Bezos issue or a non-billionaire issue. It's just a
1: fundamental American issue. Yeah, he's right, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Good points. Who was that gentleman we just heard?
3: Vivek Ramaswamy. He is an author and a tech entrepreneur. He's actually part of an effort uh, similar to the one that Jerry Boyer talked about a couple of weeks ago on this program, mm-hmm. where they are going to start confronting corporations uh, okay. in shareholder meetings to gotcha. confront them about woke stuff.
1: Next story. Kiss. All right.
3: The uh, Department of Justice, after I guess weeks, mm-hmm. uh, weeks following that leak uh, to Politico of the supposed draft opinion on the upcoming Dobbs ruling at the Supreme Court, and Subsequent they will overturn Roe Wade. Yes. Uh, the Department of Justice finally weighed in yesterday. Attorney General Merrick Garland, who was once nominated for the Supreme Court by Barack Obama, he said this. The rise of violence and unlawful threats of violence directed at those who serve the public is unacceptable and dangerous to our democracy. Garland went on to say, I want to be clear. While people vote, argue, and debate in a democracy, we must not, we cannot, allow violence or unlawful threats of violence to permeate our national life. So this is being framed as the Attorney General condemning the protests and the violent uh, protests outside homes of Supreme Court justices. But a lot of people are saying, look, where were you two weeks ago when all this stuff started? Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually have some sound here. Excuse me. I got some sound here from Senator Rand Paul. Uh, He was on Fox and Friends this morning and Senator Paul says, look, I know firsthand what it's like to be threatened and injured by people. Clip two.
5: Well, you know, as someone who has experienced a lot of it, I was mobbed with my wife by over 100 people in D.C. I had six ribs broken in a politically motivated, cowardly attack from behind. I was with Steve Scalise on the ball field when he was shot. So, yes, I've been there. And I've seen political violence up close. And this is why it's not just a breach of decorum that they leaked this uh, road decision early. This is really about somebody instigating and trying to foment violence. And I'm very concerned about our Supreme Court justices.
2: Yeah, here's the thing uh, with uh, the Attorney General. Where was he, as you point out, two weeks ago? The protesters in front of the homes of these justices were breaking the law simply by being there. There is a law Mm -hmm. that says you cannot march in front of a judge's house uh, in an effort to intimidate them. And clearly this was an effort to intimidate them. So these, these protesters broke the law two weeks ago and we have an attorney general who said absolutely nothing about that. Mm-hmm. And he's still, he's still if you read his words there, he's talking about violent protests. No, that's not what the law says. Right. The law says if you go to a judge's house
1: in an effort to intimidate them, you are breaking a law, a federal law. Are, are people still out in front of the houses of some of these justices even today? Is- I'm not you know.
3: sure if they gathered at some point this week, um, but certainly they've been gathering in large numbers. And yeah. basically what they've done is they've all met at like a parking lot of a retail shop, and mm. then they march down the street and get into yeah. the you know neighborhoods.
1: You're right, Fred. Uh, it's, it's not supposed to be lawful, uh, even if it's peaceful, uh, to protest in front of a judges' homes, justices' homes, because— for the purpose of intimidating them. And yes. that's what the law forbids. And, and, uh, otherwise, why would you go to somebody's home? Right. <laughs> Just right. go to the Supreme court if you want to, or some other place, but the Supreme court would be the place mm-hmm. to protest. Mm-hmm. You don't go, unless you're trying to physically in, intimidate the justices by saying, hey, look, we're out here and, uh, you know, we're, we're steps from your front door. Yeah. And what that's, saying is um, that uh, you better watch your back that's right that's that's what showing up at people's homes yeah
2: and you will remember they actually had to move Justice Alito yeah to an undisclosed location he and his yeah. family
1: yeah had that been a left-wing justice <laughs> oh my goodness oh the media would have gone crazy
2: yes CNN yeah. would have been out there with cameras yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah.
1: By the oh. way, that law is eighteen U.S.
3: Code
1: fifteen oh seven. Yeah, yeah. Where is that, uh, is that the? How's that related to the Delaware Valley? Oh, uh, Chris. Well, um, code code. What did you say, Chris? Eighteen U.S. Code. Did you 1507. have that memorized, Chris, or did you have to look? No, sir. I looked, it, looked it, up it up on the up? internet. Okay. All right. Well. Um, uh,
3: but yeah, it actually says um, whoever, with the intent of interfering with, obstructing, or right. impeding the administration of justice or with the intent of influencing any judge, juror, witness, or court officer is basically breaking the law. I'm
1: paraphrasing from there. Yeah. All right. uh, Next story. All right.
3: Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, every day now brings a record in these United States of America for the national gas price average. Brace yourselves, my fellow Americans. Uh, Today's national average is 458. 458. That's up from 441 this time last week. A month ago, mm. the national average was four ten.
2: Yeah, it has never been this high. No, this is the highest in history. The average price. Of this is getting out. Gas of gas. Hand. It is.
3: is. This is getting out of hand. And we're expecting. Uh, I mean, people are already throwing out the idea that we're going to see a six-dollar national average by the end of summer.
2: Yes, and even further, I heard they're reporting this on Fox and Friends this morning. There's one of the oil and gas companies that they have told their 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 merchants, I guess. To start making adjustments at the gas pumps to allow for a ten dollar a gallon reading
1: on those pumps you mean they don't obviously they don't now it's just one' just one digit never people yeah, we, no no nobody would ever thought of that and, and that, that may not happen, but you're saying that. they're preparing for it you know what do we you said the national average is four what?
3: 458. for what four fifty eight that's right. just for regular
1: yes. I'm hearing people are carpooling now.
3: <laughs> oh yeah,
1: we're back. I mean, and that's okay. I've yeah. seen people but, but looking for
3: mopeds on yeah. Facebook.
1: Yeah. So, um, thank you, President Biden. This is oh, this. but
2: Tim, it's Vladimir Putin's fault. Yeah,
3: it's the Putin price hike. Yeah, uh, pay no pay no attention that the average was up a dollar prior to I mean, you
1: ain't a fool of me. <laughs> yeah. Huh? You're All not right. fooling the American people. Right? No, they're not buying it.
3: Well, somebody that is trying to fool the American people, or maybe she's just grossly ignorant, is one Whoopi Goldberg, co-host of The View. Right. Uh, yeah, we, well,
1: and also esteemed intellectual.
3: She is. She is. Uh,
1: and she's. Yeah. Go ahead. Stop right there. Yes. <laughs> go ahead and stop right there. That's almost. A that was not <laughs> a mute button. Uh, that was. That was me. So we're about to hear. Uh, the aforementioned uh, Whoopi Goldberg. What's she talking about right here, Chris? Yeah, she
3: says, on, I have a montage here of uh-huh. Whoopi Goldberg oh, yeah, saying on The montage. View <laughs> that gas prices are not Biden's fault. And then I have some reaction from Fox News contributor Joe Concha. Clip
5: okay. four. Gas prices aren't bad because of anything Biden did. It's just what he's going to absorb. People so- want... Oh baby food, baby yes, form, stuff. formula. That also is not on him. Nope. That's on Abbott. What about the Keystone Pipeline? What about drilling in Anwar? What about, in general, this move to green energy? These are all things that this administration declared and executed on, and, and not so much on the green energy part, at least, but but they're trying. So overall, yeah, uh, that's what's driving gas prices to where they are now and why so many people are feeling this and blaming this administration. Yeah. So Whoopi Goldberg is on an island right now uh, and is and, and not mm-hmm. certainly... Among the majority opinion.
1: You know, go ahead. Well, there you go. If she's on an island, she didn't even need gas. (laughs) Right? So she wouldn't feel the effects at the pump. Uh what you were going to say and then go ahead. Yeah,
3: I was just going to say, um, I a lot of people have talked about how they're going to impeach Joe Biden over Hunter Biden's laptop in that situation. I I would be shocked if there's not somebody in the House next year that doesn't Try to do something over gas and, and try to connect that well, with dereliction of duty or something. Look,
1: I don't know why the Democrats are even apologizing at all for the uh, drastic rise in gasoline prices. This is what they want. Yes. They want this. They they're, if, if they're apologizing for the price of gas, the Democrats and Biden, which I don't hear them. I hear them blaming Putin and whatever then uh, they're being disingenuous because these people believe that cars that use gasoline are burning up the planet, Mm -hmm. okay, particularly in America. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Uh, They don't much talk about cars in Angola or Honduras, but cars in America, even though we have the cleanest country in the world Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of energy. Sure. Uh, we're, we're burning up the planet. <clears throat> so if you believe that automobiles are a big part of burning up the planet, then why do you apologize for making it painful for Americans to drive said cars? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think, yes, this is going to hurt, uh, and is hurting the Democrats, uh, at the ballot box. Um, but, but it fits in well with their environmental wacky, in my view, uh, view of the world, and uh, so. Uh, I, what? What? Do you apologize for what you? What? You, do, I guess Fred, do you do? A, well, they're not apologizing; they're blaming. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this is Biden should get up there today. Not that he would do his own press conference; he doesn't do that anymore. Did he ever? <laughs> but. Um, his spokesperson should get up today and say, "Yeah, gas prices are going up cuz we're stopping all production mm-hmm. in America cuz we're going to lead the world in uh climate change reaction." So, yeah. we don't you know, price uh, price of gas goes up, uh we don't care. No. Next question. I mean, Has that's what they should say if they wanted to be uh exactly. honest.
2: They they should get up and say that's why we killed Keystone. Yes. Uh, They should get up and say, that's why we're killing leases. In the last three weeks, they've killed leases in the Gulf. Uh, So at the same time that they're trying to blame Putin, uh, at the very least, you could ask the president, well, do something, Mr. President. There are things you could do, even if if you accept for a moment that Putin is the cause of this. What are you, Mr. President, going to do to fight the Putin effect? And he's doing nothing. He's making it worse. You know, here's something to think about, folks. you got the Democratic Party, and they're all in on the green stuff, all right? Then why is President Biden going to board Air Force One in a few hours? And he is going to fly on Air Force One, which has uh, four big, huge gasoline-run engines. He's going to fly all the way to South Korea. I hope Mark Morano or somebody like that does a calculation of how much carbon he is going to release on a trip to have a little meeting in South Korea that he could solve with Zoom. He could make a Zoom call. Oh, yeah. Why is he, why if he, is he so concerned about the atmosphere that he is going to fly an Air Force One for 14,000 yeah. miles?
3: That's the hypocritical thing that uh, not only Joe Biden has done, but Barack Obama and others. Um, you know, Barack Obama warned about like, rising sea levels, but then he goes and buys a ginormous house on a cliff. Yes. Okay. So obviously he's not that. Concerned. Not on
1: a cliff. Well, it may be on a cliff, but you're saying right next to the ocean. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Listen, um, we talked about this before. I I don't believe I don't believe that a lot of these folks who claim to be worried about climate change, I don't even know if they actually believe it or not. Their actions don't yes. don't say that they believe it when they. John Kerry's fly. he's supposed to be the uh, climate czar, and he's flying around the world on a private jet, which mm. the carbon emissions are enormous compared to if he were to fly on a commercial jet. But he said, I'm important. Yep. What do you want me to do, fly? I'm paraphrasing now. But what he said was, listen, th- uh, commercial air travel is for little people. Yeah. I'm John Kerry. Well, that's the way all these elites act. They have their big private yachts. Yeah. I mean, their they're yachts all yachts i guess are private uh they fly around on their private jets here and there and the other and listen go for it if you made your money and that's why you want to spend it i don't care it's a free world it's a free country at least in part right uh but don't preach to the quote little people about how we need to take mass transit and mopeds mm-hmm. to save the planet but you yeah are allowed to uh Go, take your limousine. Right. Yes.
3: Or a, jo- a fleet of government SUVs. Okay. That's the thing like Energy Secretary Granholm or Transportation uh, Secretary Buttigieg. They go out and they make these public appearances and they mm-hmm. talk about how we need to buy electric cars. And then they leave that speaking engagement and they'll go get in like a row of six SUVs back to the airport. Yes. And they get on their giant emitter yes. and travel back home.
2: Yes hypocrisy meters that
3: that is okay. why that's part of the reason why greta thunberg went and spoke to the u.n how many ever years ago and she did the whole how dare speak, you
1: she, she doesn't speak she yells <laughs> she yells uh all right so uh the price of gasoline going up nationally uh like like all you need as i said yesterday really you can go outside if you can uh find a convenience store and watch the gas price go up as you look yes. at the yes. uh, look at the sign. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of these places now have these electronic signs so mm-hmm. they can. Yes. But it's like spinning, yeah. huh?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well if you're, but that's that's you're talking. So we're talking what, what when when Trump left office? What was the gas price? Oh, like? it was three dollars
2: and something. I don't I don't even office. know if it's three dollars. The, the, it? the national the national average. average.
1: Yes,
2: uh, I, I, I I'm going back. Well, just is it a year ago? I saw the figures this morning. It's just a year ago, I think. Regular was three something.
1: Yeah,
3: the one year ago today, the national average for a gallon of regular was three dollars four cents. Right. So when Trump left office, it was still two something.
1: Yeah. Not amazing. Two something. Yes, Yes. because January of 2021. Oh me, well, it's uh, it's it's. For most American families, it's getting painful. Yep. Uh, and, and they're having to now budget <clears throat> double mm-hmm. for gas. Yeah. Uh, but again, this is what the Democrats want because how when you shut down, when you're at war with oil uh, and the gas industry and then prices go up because you're shutting down production in various and sundry ways, that's your goal is to see prices go up so that americans quit using fossil fuels we'll be back momentarily
0: when you hear this this
5: is american family news you know what follows is the truth your news from a christian perspective
0: hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building and they are forced to swallow political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience.
5: If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net and sign up for our daily news brief at
0: AFN.net. We live in a day when America's families are under attack like never before. Buddy Smith. Senior Vice President of the American Family Association. The war against biblical principles rages on numerous fronts. The Internet, Hollywood, Washington, D.C., America's corporate boardrooms, and the list goes on. At American Family Association, we're committed to standing against the enemies of God, the enemies of your family, and we recognize it's an impossible task without God's favor and your partnership. Thank you for being faithful to pray for this ministry, to give financially, and to respond to our calls for activism. What you do on the home front is crucial to what we do on the battlefront. We praise God for your faithfulness. And may He give us many victories in the battles ahead as we work together to restore our nation's biblical foundations.
5: Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash starnes. The Walt Disney Company has launched a new line of gay clothing. T-shirts, socks, backpacks, all adorned with the gay pride flag. Rainbow colors on everything from baby clothes to bracelets. Feather boas not on the list, just FYI. Marvel, Mickey Mouse, and Pixar brands will also get a gay makeover, basically an in-your-face move meant to draw the ire of parents. Disney says the new gay clothing line is meant to express their solidarity with the LGBT movement. The only people Disney does not stand in solidarity with, by the way, are heterosexual parents, moms and dads. Disney says their all-new gay clothing line goes to the heart of who they are as a company. In other words, Disney is no longer the happiest place on Earth, It's the gayest place on earth. To understand what's happening in our country, I'd encourage you to read my book, Culture Jihad, How to Stop the Left from Killing a Nation. You can get a copy right now at toddsterns.com.
0: The Lord looks down from heaven on all
5: mankind to see if there are any who understand God, any who seek God. Psalm 14, verse 2,
0: American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of Today's Issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of Today's Issues.
1: Welcome back to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. If you want to send us an email, the address is comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. Uh, as we said earlier, Facebook and YouTube, we live video stream the show there, Just type in today's issues. Uh, fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, we have uh, declined to do TikTok dances to promote this show. <laughs> we, huh? Um, we did consider it, but, Ed, but uh, Ed wouldn't go along with that plan. Ed, Ed, uh, where well, I did the first TikTok <laughs> dance video, and I said, "What do you think?" <laughs> and Ed's asked me to leave his office. Then he was, he he uh, was emotionally scarred, <laughs> and uh, he thought he thought on balance. It was a bad idea, yeah. so so we're we're gonna stick with that uh, that decision. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. But the, those TikTok videos I never watch. Well, yes, I do. Every if, if if they make the Fox News website or our website for some reason, then I'll maybe watch. But I, but they are extremely popular, right? I mean, they're yes. like isn't it isn't TikTok which. Uh, you know we used to say back in the day we added dough uh, to that yeah tiktok right bread somewhere tick-tock, along the way tiktok dough or toe or whatever right. anyway uh, how how popular is this uh, chris you
3: it's particularly uh popular amongst gen zers so the, the demographic below millennials. I saw one of those in the zoo. Yes. The yeah. <laughs> they're uh, they're both in the wild and in, and, uh, in, so in zoos. They,
1: so uh, the 30-second dance video is true.
3: Basically, yeah. Uh, Promoting whatever. Yeah. A lot of times you'll see people making up a dance to a hit song in whatever genre. Uh, a lot of people okay. do uh, dances for country songs. Uh, I, as a Baptist, I do my best dancing when no one's looking, <laughs> uh, especially my pastor. So some uh,
1: people sing in the shower. Chris dances in oh the yeah. shower. I, I bust a move. <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> you, but what, what did you just say? <laughs> you what? You bust a move? Bust a move. Is that a new catchphrase or something? No, did that I, was a song okay. like back in the day oh okay it's
3: one of the nation's oldest millennials that, i can tell you that I'm was bust a move, I <laughs> a move was a song.
1: i think it was tone low was that before or after you break your heart oh it was uh, before oh, oh it was before yeah okay you go you, you're talking bust something. a move
3: was by young mc according to the sure internet
1: it was. <laughs> um that's all we you need you can't put right anything there, on Chris. the internet that's okay. not true yeah <laughs> all right tick tock toe tick tock toe right. yeah not doe i don't know where i got that go toe. ahead bust a move all right there, uh all right Listen. One of the things we, we we're doing each summer now at American Family Association, American Family Radio, is promoting a a free. Uh, well, it's a program for young men uh, who don't have fathers in their home, and it's called Men of Honor. And it was started. The idea came from uh, my son Wesley Wildman, who's in studio with us
4: here now. Good morning, Wesley. Hey, good morning! Thank you for having me on, and I just want to say that we are excited about the Men of Honor program, and for 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 two reasons. One, stay tuned at the end; we've got something for everybody.
1: We're we all do. over,
4: yeah, for uh, national. You mean when you say "stay tuned," the next three or four minutes we uh, get through yeah. with this interview. Yeah. Oh, one minute. Okay. All right. I see how it is. You no, come no, me all no, the way no. over We're here. We're giving you.
1: Well, I said three or okay. four. Okay. All minutes, right. And then we want a TikTok video. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> Uh, uh hey listen before we get started uh, serious, this is a this is a great deal and, and we want people to be uh people to know how they can inst- implement this in their own right. church and community that's the point of doing this interview uh but I just want to give credit to our good friend Mike Godfrey Yes absolutely 100%. Uh, uh from uh, go ahead talk about Mike
4: Yeah Mike Godfrey has a ministry down in Mobile Alabama called Team Focus Team right. Focus and I served and are in the, during their summer program for several summers and that's where I got the idea uh, of men of honor so yeah he do, he has done a great work you can check out team focus online right they do good work they do there's theirs there's is a full-time ministry so there's his year-round with a summertime program we we don't have a year-round program but we do have a summer program so you can go to afa.net slash events afa.net slash events if you live in the Tupelo and the surrounding areas. Last year, we had a, a gentleman who brought three boys down from Tish, Tishmingo County, about Mississippi, 40, Mississippi, about forty-five minutes north of here. So, if you're listening, but, if you're within the driving right. distance, you can come to our headquarters. We're hosting Men of Honor at our new facility, the Don Wyman Center for Cultural Transformation, Nation this summer. This summer, and and is
1: uh, so we're going to tell folks who are within driving distance of our uh, headquarters here, but also uh, we're going to you've got a curriculum. Uh, that anybody can adapt uh, anywhere in the country right wants to use? okay so but first of all uh what is uh, what is men of honor who is it for the men of honor and, and why how, why did you get passionate about this sure well, I, well
4: okay that's a lot of questions I know it that, is
1: and you're down to two and a half
4: minutes <laughs> <laughs> uh we i've sit, sit haven't worked up here for up almost nine years at aFA and sat in a lot of meetings and discuss a lot of the issues that face our country and that are very uh, down to our core issues at AFA. What I found, if you were to put them all in a pot and you were to kind of like melt them down, they all come down to the breakdown of the family. And so there is a big need for the the fill-in where the dad has fallen or fail. What's the word, dad?
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. Sounds but, good. Where, well, you usually no, correct where, me when I yeah, get my ankle uh, Well, I strong. do, but I don't want to do it on national okay. radio. yeah. Too he, much. But, but it, no, what you're talking about is a breakdown in the family. family. Fatherlessness is a big issue in our country, which yes. leads to many, many problems. But,
4: yeah, what actually leads to, the, uh, this is just a list a few, you got four times more likely to live in poverty, suffer emotional uh, behavioral problems, end up in prison, commit violent crimes, uh, substance abuse. Dropping out of high school, and that does that didn't even scratch the long list. And the problems that a child ends up with outside of a husband and a wife, or mom and a dad, is can be as ten as high as tenfold mm. the uh, the the negative effect of right. not having a dad and a and a mom in the house. So AFA doesn't want to just be hearers of the word; we want to be doers of the word. We want to provide a solution. So we started locally. We understand this is a small fingerprint, and what we could possibly do all around the world or around the country. Nonetheless, we want to be an example. So we so we host one at our own headquarters. We've got the curriculum for people to go get. So you, was it every
1: Wednesday in the summer? for Every eight weeks? Tuesday. Every we Tuesday. We don't want
4: to. We don't want to take the place of their local church. So we do every, every Tuesday
1: in the summer. Every Tuesday in the summer for eight consecutive weeks. Uh, again, this this uh, curriculum. That Wesley's ad-
4: adopted you can implement in your own church you can't and people that are listening are like well now tell me a little bit what's a, what does it look like right. what's the picture well, what's, let me the, get, what's the ages you, you you welcome the ages are 7 to 17 and if I just give you a 30 second picture of what you're getting out of a men of honor program you're gonna get boys show up we've got food most likely pizza or chick-fil-a or some type of food that's waiting on them they eat and then we go play games. We play sports. We got basketball, cornhole, all types of sports. I, I'm a firm believer that you can Cornhole's learn... a sport. Well, yeah. y- you caught me on that I'm one. Sorry, I don't <laughs> want to divert. <laughs> I have a fantasy team. Yeah. You got you got a fantasy cornhole. team. The, the, I got first The, round. Cardio,
1: <laughs> the cardio benefits from <laughs> cornhole are real. Hey, they actually,
4: I've actually seen cornhole on ESPN before, okay? Don't oh, yeah. I'm just telling yeah, you I've seen it before. It is televised. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
1: I interrupted. But, go ahead.
4: But uh, the point is, is that in sports, there's a lot of life skills you can learn about being honest, about being put others before yourself, about being a good teammate, being on time. So we do that after we eat, play a little bit of sports, 10, 15 minutes. Then we go inside and we do a Bible lesson. So we have a local pastor, most likely on staff at AFA or in the area. They'll come by. They'll teach the Bible for 20 minutes. We encourage the students to take notes. We do a 10 minute recap of it in smaller groups with the uh, counselors that are there to go over what we taught in scripture. Then we transition to skill time, which is what makes this program very unique from anything else. Meaning, what's skill time? Skill time is when they learn a life skill. So we'll have one week where we teach the importance of stewardship getting a job. So we look at how to fill out a job resume. Then we teach them how they can make money. They can get a summertime mowing gig. So then we teach them how to ride a lawnmower. Uh, how to change a tire? How to check an air pressure? And then, uh, my, our, my mom, your wife, Allison, she'll come by at the end of the at the end of the summer, and she'll take edi- teach etiquette class. So we we'll have an etiquette class going into the graduation week. And at the end of the program, uh, at the end of the summer, June, July. At the end of July, we'll have a graduation ceremony where all the young men can come in, invite their their uh, mothers, their dads, their aunts, or uncles. Those. In a lot of cases, they're um, the person that's uh, responsible for them. They'll they'll be able to come and watch them graduate over uh, a nice meal, and we celebrate their success. How long is is a typical Tuesday night? When do you start, and how long does it last? It starts from it starts at six and ends at seven thirty, and it's an hour and a half. And uh, we you know we keep moving, we keep them keep the kids moving, and we know we're not gonna. You know, be there for a forty-five minute, thirty-minute theological lesson, right? You know, right. We very, it's very interactive, and between the sports, the Bible lesson, and skill time, they learn a lot.
1: Okay, so a couple things. You've worked really hard uh, the last year mm-hmm. putting this curriculum uh, into a form yes. that people can download and look at it and have a playbook to go by if they want to try this in their own community it's called men of honor it's in the summer it's an eight-week weekly meeting where you invite boys that that don't have uh fathers in the home
4: yeah that that that's or, that's the target we want to we want to provide a solution to that but i last year i had five dads who were had a very spiritually healthy christian home with with good with uh doing their following the right right the, the scriptures. They actually called me up and said, can I volunteer and bring my son? So mm. they volunteered right. to be a ca- table counselor. That's good. And they brought their son, and they did it together. And so they were a good example of what this looks like. Right. But at the same time, they got to participate too. And, of course, as you hear, when you go on a mission trip or you're serving the Lord, he was just as blessed of being a part of that influence of boys as the boys were to him. So mm. Okay, where is
1: where, the curriculum? And then for those who live within driving distance of Tupelo, who want to uh, join this summer's program, what do they need to do?
4: If you want to register to be a part of the Men of Honor at our headquarters at Don Wildman Center for Cultural Transformation, you go to afa.net slash events, and you can register there and find out more information. Or if you live too far to travel eight weeks in a row to be a part of that, you can download the Men of Honor curriculum for free by going to afa.net and at the top of the page, click Resource tab.
1: I'm going to do that right now. Yep. afa.net. afa.net. And click click on the resource tab. Resource tab. Resource a, center. afa resource center.
4: That's right. Click
1: on that. And boom. Boom. Uh, it's completely free. Men of Honor curriculum. The charge for the Men of Honor curriculum <laughs> is uh, a lot less than gasoline, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> That's for sure. I would just say the charge for curric- for downloading the curriculum oh, that Wesley has developed is a dollar sign and then 0.00. <laughs> yes. So w- there's no charge whatsoever. You mm-hmm. go and download the curriculum for free. And so it gives you a game plan. Um, people, A lot of people say, I'd like to do something. That's right. Like what you're talking about for, for my church or my community, mm-hmm. I feel led to invest my life, uh, my life uh, in this way. However, I don't know what I'm doing. And this gives you a a, a, a detailed game plan.
4: And one other thing I'll add about this, because this is in America currently, 2022, and has been for the last several years, people are really, really busy, got a lot of activities, a lot going on. Right. And I get that. And so oftentimes, probably one of the most common reasons that Christians don't do certain things is because they're scheduling activities. Well, look. This was designed by a guy who's got right. a 6, 4, and, and an 8-month-old. Right. I coach a travel baseball team, a deacon at a church. So I created this in mine. And, look, and let me just right. emphasize, this is only eight Tuesdays. It's two weeks, or it's two months. It's right. all summer. But I'm talking about investing eight days into, into men, an hour and a half. A t- it, to 7- to 17-year-olds. 7- seven to 17-year-olds. Th- this it, is doable. A
1: lot of them get saved. Yep. A lot of them commit their life to Christ. Mm-hmm. A lot of them uh, learn a lot. They uh, develop a healthy uh, idea of what it means to be a a, a man, a Christian man. I mean, it's, there's so many benefits to this. Yep. And learn life skills. Yep. All right. What's your? I'm just I'm just gonna randomly ask you this, then we'll end the interview. Sure. What's the life skill for
4: week five? Week five is. Let me flip through here. Get my papers yeah, in order. You wrote it. Yeah. Week five, we actually have in week five we have a law enforcement come by, so it could be a first responder, and they talk about that particular occupation.
1: You've had sheriff's deputies, so come. sheriff
4: deputies, highway patrolmen. This year we'll have an FBI agent. So really, hmm? yep. so
1: they're going to, so they'll come by and talk to the boys, they talk to the boys, and tell them about their profession session. and answer questions. And well, wow, that's pretty cool.
4: Yeah, that's that's a that that while that is not as as a much of a skill time in the sense of the The times where we do uh, craftsman skills and learn tools that is uh, an occupation that I believe that uh, the young men in our country need to understand yeah. the importance and the role and the value in law enforcement and those that are trying to protect us mm. and do their jobs. The job,
1: FBI so. agent will not be asking the young men, where were you on January
4: 6th? <laughs> no, no, I don't <laughs> right? think so. I mean,
1: that's not going to happen. No. Huh? That's not a part of no, it, right? Not, okay, just no, want to make not sure. Not for this one. <laughs> okay.
4: I've uh, had a friend uh, being called by the FBI agent. Was it, uh, well, maybe yeah, where were you on January yeah. 6th? Uh, but,
1: hey, listen, the vast majority of FBI field agents in particular yes are
4: patriotic yes sir
1: men who uh who uh don't want to have anything to do with this uh no they don't woke, woke yeah. this woke uh, right. progressive leadership that's taking hold of the fbi all
4: right thank you wesley hey thank you for having me on all right appreciate it. that i'm gonna i am i got to go get a tiktok video i yeah out. you do yeah <laughs>
1: me and honor tiktok video and we'll put it up okay <laughs> All right, you're listening to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. The name of the show is Today's Issues. I'm Tim with Fred and Chris. Chris, go ahead. Uh,
3: Let's mention this. Um, Let's get back on uh, President Biden for a second. Oh, let's do it. God, I know. I mean, I hate to bring this up after Uh, we just talked about it. No, you don't. But uh, I don't make the news. (laughs) So uh, one of the things you know, Joe Biden talked about after he was elected uh, he talked about how he was going to be a, a unifier in chief. It's not going to be red states and blue states. It's going to be the United States. Mm-hmm. And he preached on unity. It was India a kumbaya
1: moment early on. It was his kumbaya moment in his moment. Uh, yes. in his, uh, in his uh, presidency.
3: Yeah. Since then, from time to time, he said things that are nowhere near unity. Okay. He he went to that uh, speech where he basically said, if you don't agree with me and my policies, you're George Wallace or Bull Connor.
1: I remember that. Okay? down in uh, Atlanta. That's one
3: example yeah. of that's uh, not
1: building bridges.
3: No, it's not. It's not building bridges. Uh, And so um, we've got a little bit of a montage here of Joe Biden uh, during the campaign saying he wanted to unite the country and then now recently complaining about what he calls ultra-MAGA Republicans, clip nine.
0: My whole soul is in this, bringing America together, uniting our people, uniting our nation. I never expected the ultra-MAGA Republicans who seem to control the Republican party now to have been able to control the Republican party. I, I never anticipated that happening. Why not?
3: Yeah. The, what's interesting about the ultra you MAGA, been, you been uh, attention. Go story ahead. is um, there was some reports earlier this week that his, his campaign, his office spent six weeks studying
2: focus
1: groups. the
3: phrase ultra MAGA yeah. and whether or not it would resonate. It sounds people.
1: like a beer to me. Uh,
2: I don't, Huh? Well, am, I, am I right? Well here's the thing too. Uh, MAGA stands for make America great again. right. So and under pre, um, under former President Donald Trump uh, you want to go back to gas prices you bet we do. Uh, he made us uh, oil and gas Unemployment indep- was, independent was at
1: historically low levels
2: uh, across the economy white, was roaring. Economy was roaring. We were gas and oil independent <clears throat> in this country. We had the respect of other countries. By the way, I don't think Vladimir Putin would have ever invaded Ukraine under no, a Donald Trump he presidency,
1: and the border was under control. Yes, he, because President Trump had negotiated these deals with Mexico to stop—that's right—people uh, pouring into our country illegally. Listen, um, there's just there's a there's no there's no comparison between uh, where we were under President Trump's leadership. Uh, despite what you may think about his tweets or his personality, mm-hmm. whatever you want to say about that, as CEO of America, mm-hmm. which was what he was, that's, that's what you're electing when you elect uh, a president, you're electing a national CEO. Uh, by all the standards that we use uh, historically, peace and security being th- at the top, we were in a great place. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit. <clears throat> And some would say intentionally so. Okay, I'm not going to get into a long TikTok debate on that yeah. one. I'm just saying that. Uh, well, I won't get into that right now. I've got some good conspir- I, I've like got some good conspiratorial stuff if you want to hear it. But I'll just say the pandemic did hit, and then uh, everything changed because uh, uh, the white coach came in and said, uh, "Donald Trump, uh, Mr. President." Either you shut down America or you're going to be responsible for millions of people dying. What's your decision? Mm. That was basically how it happened. Right. And uh, so anyway, but the the, the economy, and, and remember, historically low unemployment rates for African Americans, for Hispanic Americans, for everybody. Everybody was prospering. That's right. Everybody was doing really well. Mm-hmm. Interest rates uh, mm. uh, were low. Uh, gas prices were low. And then, boom, here we are, mm-hmm. almost what do we how many months into the biden um uh 18 what yeah, are
0: we almost, 18 months going on 18. So we're, we're 18
1: months on. and look what's happened yes in these 18 months mm-hmm. here we are talking about we're on the brink of a recession mm-hmm. uh gas prices are going up uh like by the hour uh and again uh sometimes Presidents get blame and they get credit for things they really have no control over. It's unfair, but that's how Americans, that's how it doesn't matter whether you're Republican or Democrat. If something happens on your watch, you get the blame or usually the credit for it. We we Americans treat our presidents like quarterbacks, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, even the quarterbacks the quarterback may not have anything to do with the fact that he didn't have a line (laughs) is still, uh, did you produce or not? So, uh, but in this case with Biden, almost everything that's happened that I can think of negative in the economy, you can point to his decisions or his policies, uh, as a big reason why we're in Jimmy Carter too. Yes, Uh, the Jimmy, we're in Jimmy Carter, the sequel, Yeah, right, right here.
2: And in many ways, it's worse than Jimmy Carter. Yeah. It is. It's worse than Jimmy Carter.
1: And now we don't have interest rates at 21% yet, but... Yes, yeah. Go ahead, but we...
2: But but we're there. I mean, I I, I just look... We haven't even talked about the uh, infant formula crisis in this
1: country. Yeah, what's going to be what's gonna be a, what's a resolution to this
3: well he did announce yesterday some actions uh, the administration is going to take through executive orders that's going to drum up uh, supply and try to increase uh, production but he's gonna he's
1: gonna try to use the uh, something National Defense act or something yes, like that yes. yes which what will buy will make the FDA ir- irrelevant or something what it, it basically
2: allows the increase in production but here's the thing Abbott is the com- uh, is the company that's... not
1: not Governor Abbott of Texas, but Abbott the right. corporation which produces forty percent in, in Michigan. In the Midwest, they're yeah. based For- in Michigan. Okay, they produce forty to fifty percent of all the um, baby formula. Baby formula. Go ahead, yeah, Fred. yeah.
2: And here's the thing, and Chris, you can correct me if I'm wrong. When the uh, there was a problem back several months ago, uh, there there was a concern about one one of the formulas. Yes. But the the bacteria, I think, it was a bacteria problem. But it was never in the production end of Abbott's production line. Mm-hmm. That's not where it was found. It was found behind the scenes. But they shut the whole thing down. They did. And and now Nancy Pelosi the other day talked about indicting somebody. Right. Uh, Abbott Abbott knew that they were not responsible for this from the get go. Right. But and. The administration was aware of all of this, but it's kind of And now we're hearing the administration this week saying, "We're working night and day. We're working night and day on this problem," but they let it go for months. Yeah,
3: Abbott has disputed the uh, the FDA's findings, and I'm using air quotes, and has mm. tried to get them to reopen this plant, which they slowballed that uh, situation. The FDA did, mm. as far as the um, National uh, the Defense <coughs> Production Act. There, it looks like it's going to. Require suppliers of key ingredients to prioritize delivery to baby formula producers. Yes. So basically, if you have the ingredients, you have to give them to this. What, are, so that these, way we'll feed uh, what are
1: these millions of people doing with babies and they don't have formula and they don't breastfeed? What are they doing?
3: Yes, yeah, some people are sharing like it, formula is kind of like ramen noodles. It takes a long time for it to go bad if it goes bad. So basically, people that had some leftover from a child that's outgrown formula, they have donated it. Churches have helped out some medical offices. Uh, stuff like that and then people have also gone to the internet which i would not advise because there's a lot of gobbledygook on the internet uh to try to figure out how to make homemade formula some people have even looked into researching animal milk and whether or not uh you know a child with food allergies can get goat milk and things like that yeah
1: goat milk goat milk
3: got goat milk
2: yeah you imagine that campaign if you got a, a an allergy to regular cow's milk
1: goat milk works Okay. Yeah. yeah. Babies though? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. But babies don't typically drink cow's milk, do they? Some do. Yeah.
2: It's been a
3: very scary time. I mean, I've talked to a, a few moms about this, and we've brought in clips from Moms on Fox yeah. and Friends. It's very stressful for but them. But it's a mess,
1: yeah. a national mess, um, and a lot of people, they're in dire yes. uh, straits, and, and, and we hear these stories, you, I guess people have to go out searching for baby formula so they can ship it across the country they're, to their relatives they're
3: burning gas they can't afford to find something they can't find
1: all right thank you chris thank you fred and i shall return with uh, steve Jordahl momentarily with more of today's issues after the news stay with us